0: What is up and welcome back? It's the ANA Sports Show. My name is Anthony Cortez, and I'm joined alongside my two good friends and co hosts, Mr. Alexander. Actually,
1: what's going on, everybody?
0: And Mr. Kevin Rowe.
2: You're welcome.
0: I appreciate you showing up, Kev. For those that don't know, we're very good friends that get together almost every week. To, this is actually back to back weeks for like the first time, and it feels like a while. So, hey, welcome back to the party, everybody. Um, Alex. Kevin and I are on a mission to 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 piss you off this tonight. So, okay. Kev, I want we were you. We're discussing
2: what to do, what to talk about tonight. We were
0: discussing so. what to do, we were discussing what to talk about tonight, and we were like, okay. "Let's let's piss off Alex." Okay. So, Kevin, make your best argument for why football needs a tournament similar to March Madness. Obviously, smaller, not as many teams,
1: but oh, so we're rehashing the same conversations. <laughs> Badass. <laughs> This is a
2: great start. (laughs) I'm so excited to do the same thing for the eighth time. We were saying pretty much the exact same thing that we were. uh, Man, we're like, what are we going to talk about tonight? Well, we got cheesecake. We got uh, we got cookies. Too bad there's not some big tournament going on. So what should we talk about? Oh, let's talk about college football playoffs, because we have never talked about that before on the show. I don't think
0: so. And I just kind of went on and on about how, yeah, why do G fives need to be in big time games when they're just going to lose by thirty? You know, it's it's why like why do they need to be there? Like no, like it's just it's a losable argument for us. Well, it's not a loseable argument. It's a it's a dead end argument. I kept saying with with you. So, but anyways, I hope uh, I hope everybody's enjoying March of Madness out there. That first week that first weekend of games was fun, but you know why college football would. I think benefit from a tournament similar to this because a 15 seed is in the sweet 16, everybody. Saint Peter's is gonna go up against uh forgive me, but I forgot who they're playing, anyways. But um
2: March, yeah. uh, no
0: Purdue. The, the Purdue, thank you. Who is bigger? That's I'm I'm looking forward to that because Purdue's big and I'm just looking forward to how St. Mary's matches there's not St. Mary, St. Peter's matches up with them. Because, I mean, you can't match up with that. You can't match up with size. So how do they combat that, you know? There's coming in at 21-11. and Purdue's coming in as the number three seed, 29-7. and seven. How do you combat that? So I'm really curious about that, that matchup right there. But as Alex likes to say, you know, why should a 15 seed be in the tournament when they're just going to lose by 30? Well, we'll find out tomorrow.
1: Oh, by the way, no seed lower than – seven has ever won a national championship so thank god they're in it oh, i would hate for a team one through four to win so at least we have oh, five or a six seven
2: seed has won the championship uh but we only lost four in the college football playoffs so maybe we should allow eight
0: maybe we should allow eight maybe 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 all maybe Power 5 champions and a couple of uh, large bits. You know? Why not? We can't hear you. We can't hear you, bro. You're not on mute. We just can't
1: hear you. Can you hear me now?
0: There yeah. we go. Yeah, we no, I did that last
1: time, too. Like, I wasn't on mute but for some reason. But anyway. Anyways. Anyways, that's just...
2: Maybe yeah. the computer was just tired of your bullshit argument.
1: <laughs> or maybe it's waiting for you guys to have a valid one because, uh, again, from what I'm saying, not very many times does it even fucking matter if there are 64 teams. If you're not one through eight, you're not winning, proven by history.
2: Anyways, oh, and by the way, have- that's one through eight four times. Huh? That's one, one through eight, eight, yeah, sure. Four times.
1: And that is number so eight has be been in it twice. 30, Number 30. seven has been in it once. Uh, two, so what is that? One, two, three, four, five. So in six through eight, you only have five national championship appearances. That kind of makes your argument look worse. And they've only won one of them. It only
2: takes one. Eh.
1: It only takes one. And nobody's going to give a shit, so. No, people will give a shit. No, they don't. Because Yay. what was the what was the number seven seed that won the national championship? Fuck I don't care. I don't yeah, know. because you don't give a shit. My point exactly. <laughs> you they don't care. You
2: don't remember? They care. I don't know because I don't pay attention to college basketball. I couldn't name you one college basketball player right now.
0: Yes, you At can least come on. You're Ken. a
2: professional all
1: sports podcast.
2: Yes, you
0: can. Come on, Kevin. Think big man Gonzaga. Everybody knows that guy. Come on.
1: No, I don't.
0: Kevin,
2: you're killing me right now. You're not hurting. You're not helping our argument. Drew Timmy. If you name, if you say his name, I might recognize it, but I, I couldn't tell you it to you off the top of my head. Drew Timmy. He
0: always he wore, he wore, he wears that headband. I have no idea. Nah, whatever. Anyways, I'm, Alex, I'm you, some, you
2: guys. I don't watch college basketball. I pay attention to the teams in the tournament. I don't pay attention to the players.
0: Yeah. Alex, you have some useless, useless information to share with us.
1: I always do. So the first one, kind of good news, not kind of good news, good news. Uh, Kobe Bryant's estate and Nike have agreed on a deal to continue making and selling Kobe products. When Kobe passed away, their deal ended shortly afterwards, but now they have found a new thing. But the cool thing about it is that Nike will donate 100% of the proceeds to the Mamba and Mamba Sita Foundation and Build Youth Basketball Centers and... And social areas. Uh, another one that's going to be really interesting for professional basketball is that New York State has rolled back their vaccine mandate. Um, it's expected to roll back on Thursday, which means most most popularly, I don't know the right word for that, but you know, predominantly this will affect the Nets with Kyrie Irving and then the rest What's of the vaccinated. Uh, Mets, Yankees, Nets, all of those guys. Um,
2: well, the so Mets players, and Yankees weren't affected. The Mets and Yankees weren't going to be affected because they are an outdoor stadium. It had to do with the indoor stadium, indoor entertainment. So as
1: ESPN says, Brooklyn Nets star Kyrie Irving, along with unvaccinated New York Yankees and New York Mets players, will be cleared to play at home games. So fuck you, ESPN, for not getting your shit straight. Uh, And then last but not least, Coach Prime is at it again, making big headlines, calling out multiple teams, multiple NFL teams for not showing up to his college Jackson State's pro day. Uh, At first, he was saying that he was going to call them out, just kind of as a threat, and then decided to later. The Dolphins, the Broncos, the Texans, the Bills, the Buccaneers, the Ravens, the Panthers, the Browns, the Vikings, and the Eagles. Where art thou? thou? You could have sent somebody. Coach Deion Sanders quoted – on the NFL teams that did not attend Jackson state's pro day. His argument is that his guys are just as good, if not better. And that somebody should have been there to look. So it was my useless, uh, useless highlights of the day. Interesting stuff. I'm wondering
0: if, I mean, I, I, obviously it's got, I would imagine it's like, okay, so colleges having their pro days, they would invite all NFL teams. And it's just a matter of, I guess the NFL team being willing enough to show up. Is that how it works?
1: Or if they find interest. But, yeah, essentially, they anybody's invited and whoever comes, comes. Because, I mean, they usually – huh? There was, was
2: a big bit of uh, news in tennis that I wanted to bring up. Ask Barty. Uh, she was – she is ranked the world's number one tennis player, female side. She had just won the Australian Open. She retired. She's only 25.
1: I was like the ripe old age of 25. Yeah. Wow. That's, any reason Any reason
0: why?
2: I didn't read into why.
0: Very young. Yeah.
2: At no the moment in her heart, it's right. So.
1: Personal reasons.
2: yeah. Well, Tom
1: Brady did the same thing, and he was back two months later, so yeah. Very she's well
2: made.
1: And she's twenty five, so maybe she comes back.
0: Maybe she comes back. Maybe she yes. realizes maybe she, she does. loves
2: it. I think Which with Tom is- Brady.
0: I think with Tom Brady, you realize or he realized, I guess. Well, I don't know. I don't know the guy personally, unless we would have had him on the show. Um you love something so much, it's kind of hard to say goodbye to it. And then you do say goodbye to it. And I don't know, I guess i my mind goes to like guys like I would think guys just know they just hit a certain point where they just know it's time to walk away. Um, I'm not going to name any names obviously because there's a lot of, there's a lot of legendary and hall of fame, you know, worthy athletes out there that have, that have walked away, at, you know, at the right times. But I guess Tom Brady just, he didn't feel that way. He felt, you know, maybe he was, maybe it was time, but you love it so much. You, you I'm assuming he's still working out. He's still doing his, he, he's still doing his TV 12 things. And, He's like, I can play. I, you know, I can do this. I can play. Why not come back and play if you can, you know? Um, I, I mean, I bet Tim Duncan could still play if he really wanted to, but I think he kind of made the decision, like, you know, when he did. Now it's, it's just time. And he made the decision as far as, you know, it just became a point where it wasn't fun anymore. And, I mean, I think – I would think for any athlete, when it gets to the point where it's just not fun anymore, that's when you know it's time to walk away. Um it's, but it's no ready. longer
2: fun, it becomes a job.
0: Exactly. There you go. And the travel, man. You know, I was thinking about this with Pop. I don't mean to go on a side tangent here just with this, but I was thinking about this with Pop as he's I don't think we've highlighted this yet, but he officially reached he's uh, the broke the record for most wins in NBA history by a coach. He's got the record, mm-hmm. he had the record uh with with playoff wins like a couple years ago, but he's got the regular season record now by thirteen thirty six. Uh, or with 1336, and people are asking, um, well, you know, when is he going to walk away? Is this the year that he walks away after this one? And who is his successor going to be? I honestly think he comes back. I do. Um, Whether it's for another season or two, who knows? But I think he still loves the game as well. Um, I still think he gets some joy out of it. We've talked about this. We talked about this last year when it was was the offseason. I think he'll walk away when when he can't do the travel anymore. I really think that's like part of the big deal of walking away with, with that it is when you can't do the grind of an 82 season, even though you're not an athlete, you're still traveling with the team. You're still, you know, living at a hotel is probably three, four nights out of the week. When he realizes he can't do that anymore, I think that's when he'll walk away.
1: Spurs well, are a special case too because we spend an entire month on the road and then we spend an entire month at home and nobody else really has that you know what i mean so that's gonna yeah. be a hard it's gonna be a hard month you know what i mean
0: yeah exactly yeah. so i think when he so. i think when he gets to that point when he can't do the travel anymore i think he'll walk away but for now if he can and if he's healthy enough and i mean he obviously still loves it he won't he won't admit that he loves it that much but He loves he, you know, you can tell he just loves being being with the young guys, seeing them grow. I think he loves being a teacher still to even to his assistants. Loves it that much. Why walk away? You know? And he always jokes it's pretty good, it's pretty good paycheck. I mean, (laughs) it's a really good paycheck, but that's my that's my personal opinion. I think he walks away when he can't do the travel anymore.
2: I always say the travel is so hard. Yeah, it's always gonna be harder than home, but I mean, you know this guy's staying in five-star hotels and flying first class so
0: he is but i mean is
2: it's really be, i
0: mean it's you know i would
2: love to do that
0: <laughs> it's still exhausting man it's still you know you get you get done with the game at you know whatever time it is 10 10 11 you know that time whatever city you're in and then you know you go right to the airport and then you fly home and you don't get until three or four in the morning you know
1: that can be exhausting mm-hmm. Well, like and then I said, also, yeah, I agree. When it's going harder your, than
2: home, but still, When
1: you're getting your shit rocked one out of every. Or when you're getting your shit rocked two out of every three games, like uh, you know, it's that, that's got to be rough too. You know, what I mean, every third game yeah. you leave is a loss. That's got to be rough. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or two every three games is a loss. Hey, anyways, I took that completely on
0: sidetrack. Sorry, boys, but. Uh... Do we want to talk tournament or do we want to recap the tournament so far and then get into baseball? What do we want to do? We didn't really talk about this beforehand. I'm just kind of riffing here. I would say go baseball. Let's go baseball, right? Um, we're officially in spring training. Um, wanted to do some way too early predictions or way too early view, uh, view not views, but um, kind of breakdowns of the divisions as we see them so far. Sure. Trying
2: to get the divisions pulled up. Well, let's talk go. about one thing that we didn't get chance <clears throat> last week because it didn't happen yet. Uh, Correa hadn't signed yet last week, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Correa had not signed yet, no. Carlos Correa signs a three-year deal with the Minnesota Twins with opt-outs after the first two seasons.
0: How you feeling, Kev? Three
2: years, $105 million. What's up? How you feeling, Kev? I did not surprise me. Honestly, I thought the guy was going to leave anyway.
0: Long-time Astro, you drafted him, you won I a would, ring.
2: Don't get me wrong. I would have loved for him to stay in Houston, but I have resigned myself after the World Series that, yeah, he's gone. The money is too
0: big. He was the latest <clears throat> splash, right? Um, Trevor Story also signed with the Boston Red Sox on a – on a multi-year deal. I forgot if that was three or five years or how many years that was. Story? It was seven, wasn't it? Yeah, story.
2: Uh, I think that, that I think one surprised was, me. Like... That one surprised me because I was like, wait a minute, Boston? They already have a short shortstop. Well, they're going to put them a second. Mm-hmm.
1: Let's see. Six, year. Six year, 140 million.
0: Six year, 140 million. I saw... Uh, I'm going to try to get it pulled up again. Yeah, here it is. I saw a uh, the payrolls coming into the season. I'll send it to you, Alex.
1: I have it. The one with Jock Peterson? No, no, no. no. The team-wise. The team one. Yeah, I know. Jock Peterson was talking about it. He has a picture of him being like, you know. Oh. More. <laughs> there's
0: some pretty big salaries and payrolls out there in the majors, man. This is This is pretty dumb money. Like part of me now sees the owner's argument as far as we gotta pay these guys. We gotta pay them a lot of money. (laughs) This is it's a lot of money. You're talking about hundreds of millions of dollars. Seattle Mariners are coming in at 83
1: million dollars. And then conversely, from the Dodgers to the Orioles, the difference is two hundred and what is that, $40 million? The Orioles are at $30 million. The Dodgers are at $270 million. That's a lot. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. The A's are at forty. That's That's wild. But here was jock Peterson's point on that. He says, embarrassed for your fan base, be better. If you can't, sell your team to somebody that wants to show the fan base baseball and at least they're trying to compete. Sorry, this is unacceptable. So the top three was the Dodgers at 270 million, the Mets at 249 million, and the Yankees at 235. On the bottom three, Guardians, Pirates, and Orioles, it's 35, 35, and then 30. Do you guys see validity in his argument, or or no? Like, do you think that if you as an owner can't make enough to uh, give your team enough to compete? To sign these big guys, that maybe you should move on and give it to give it to somebody else, and 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 use it under the guise of for your fan base. You well, know? The
2: question is if, if they can, whether or not they want they were willing to.
1: Either
0: way, so, I think. Either I, way, it doesn't seem either like they way, are. <laughs> if you're making if you're an owner and you're making this big of a deal about it to where you're causing tension with the PA, like they had been, they finally agreed on a CBA. But either way. If owners really feel that way, why not just move on? Somebody else – I mean, there's not a whole lot of billionaires out there. But you you could find someone else to buy like, buy your team and successfully run it and want to run it successfully, I think. That's my opinion. Sure.
1: No, I was curious. I thought about it. I was like, you know, is it right for a player to be like, you don't have enough money. Sell your team.
0: Yeah. Okay. You know I mean? That's – that's a little harsh, I would think,
2: but
1: I mean, he's
2: got, he got a point. I kind of get where the players come from at that point. Those they've been wanting them to uh, institute a league minimum to where they have to spend that much money, a certain amount of money on your roster. So you don't have these teams tanking at 35 million on their, on their roster.
0: Here's an interesting question: If there's so much money in baseball, why is it so hard to market it? I
2: don't think it's hard it's to not the money it. it's just that they don't do it. <laughs> it's not the money; it's the, the style of the game. Yeah, it's not as appealing as constant action in basketball or hitting, uh, like knocking the socks off everybody, every play in football. You know, it's not as entertaining as those because there's not constant action. It's the nuance of baseball that we love, but that does not garner new fans.
0: I'm with you. I'm with you. I just, it's, when you look at those salaries, man, when you look at those payrolls, it's, it's, it's stupid money out out there in baseball. It really is. And it's just, like, they got to get paid, you know? These guys got to get paid. These guys are signing $100 million deals each, and they got to get paid somehow. Crazy. Um, Trying to pull up the divisions. I didn't – they're based on Cactus League and and Grapefruit League and since we're still
1: in spring training. I have them um, broken down if you need them. Yeah, please. So, do you want to start in the American League or the National League? You pick. Kevin?
2: Let's do national. Save American League for last.
1: So since he picked national, Anthony, east, central, or west? East. East. All right. So in the east, we have the nationals, the Mets, the Braves, the Marlins, and the Phillies. The Braves uh, were the winner of this division last year, went on to be the MLB World champions, giving Freddie Freeman a ring in his home before he – well, his home, his first club before he dipped out. Um, So, that, yeah, NL East, Nationals, Mets, Braves, Marlins, and Phillies.
2: Did he dip out, though, or did they just move on from him?
1: They moved on from (laughs) him. They wouldn't give him the money. They made him an offer, and he was like, Mo, please. And then they were like, we can't, so –
2: so they trade for Matt Olsen, give up what they gave up, and then give him a larger contract?
1: Hey, I don't run the team.
2: A, it felt like it, they moved on from him more than uh, than he decided to dip. Hey, man.
1: If you can't spend the money, if you can't shell it out. Again, I don't think it was that's on you.
2: I don't know. <laughs> Kev, would you have moved on? Shoot, no. You keep Freddie Freeman. You keep your fans happy. Absolutely. You just won the World Series. Keep it rolling. I'm and he's with a good it. clubhouse guy. You're a very good clubhouse seen guy. seen that
1: Freddie Freeman smile? Shit. <laughs> Those are straighter than a goddamn arrow. It's insane.
2: Like, are you talking you marketable? That, that guy's marketable, man. He's, he's he's entertaining. On and off the field. He I, I couldn't tell you what Matt Olsen sounds like. <laughs> you know?
1: Sounds like right, too so much it's... money for too little production. Cheers well. Yeah. <laughs> the way too early
0: prediction who wins this division. I'm gonna say Mets off the back. I think they I think they they uh I don't know if bolstered their starting starting rotation is the right word, but yeah, they they improved their starting rotation. I'm going to say Mets. Way way too early prediction right there. Win win this division.
1: I don't think it's the Mets. I don't think it's the Marlins. And I don't think it's the Phillies. So I'm going to go either Braves or Mets. Even then, I'm probably going to go Mets also. Because again, it's going to be hard to lose two out of three if you have both DeGrom and Max Scherzer. You know
2: what I mean? Mets are going to find a way to mess this up. Dirk Grom's going to get hurt. Terza's going to get hurt. Lindor's going to get hurt. Everybody's going to be hurt. Alonzo's going to get hurt. I don't know. Something's going to happen. The Mets are going to find a way to mess it up. The Braves are going to win this division again. You just don't like the Mets, Cal. I, I also think that the Braves I got, got really lucky and playing
1: good baseball. Because if you remember, they had to retool all of their team. One dude I'm not even sure is going to be able to play with all the domestic violence issues that he's got going on right now. And their starting rotation was having the year of all years, especially with the, the rookie who was out there doing it. Like, I don't think that happens twice. Lightning doesn't strike like that twice.
0: I'm sticking with the Mets. NL Central, Milwaukee Brewers, St. Louis Cods. I'll Cincinnati. give you one more reason
2: for Atlanta. You're going to have a full season of Acuna. You didn't have that last year, and they still won the World Series. Unless they
0: braves it up and he gets hurt again.
2: I was about to say unless he gets hurt also. <laughs> we'll see what happens.
0: We'll see what happens. Central. Central. Cincinnati <clears throat> Reds, Chicago Cubs, Pittsburgh Pirates. Um
1: <laughs> this one is,
0: Chicago just unloaded and they're in full reboot. full rebuild rebuild mode now. Um Cincinnati, same thing. Apparently, they've been selling. Um, St. Louis, they're, you know what? St. Louis is probably my my pick just because of the Cardinals and they're always there. So, I, they the, the Cards will find a way to win this division. I think.
1: I was going to go Cards also. I like some of the signings that they made. Um, I think that's going to help them a lot.
2: Got to be the Brewers or the Cardinals, and honestly, both teams have been very quiet. I really don't feel like they've done anything in the offseason. I mean, they've probably done some minor moves, but I can't think of them off the top of my head. Uh, that being said, I'm, I'm going to go pitching on this one. I'll go Milwaukee. A lot of minor moves make a big major move, Kev. This is true. But the question is what minor moves have they made that make the difference? We'll see. I think I'm still going to stick with uh, the pitching in Milwaukee. Gotta go with the Cy Young winner there, you know. So uh, I think it'll be close, but we'll go. I'll go Milwaukee.
0: Out in the West, the San Francisco Giants, the Los Angeles Dodgers, San Diego Padres, Colorado Rockies, and the Arizona Diamondbacks. Uh, San Francisco kind of they, they stayed a little stagnant, right? They didn't. They didn't have any big major signings, did they? Or did I, Did we miss any? Or
2: a couple of pitching signings. They signed Carlos Rodon uh, to fill in the spot that uh, they lost with Call- Costman. Um, ah, who's the other pitcher that they picked up? Their offense was pretty much stagnant. That hasn't changed.
1: They had Jock Peterson, which is cool.
2: Jock Peterson, yeah, that does yeah, add a little bit to their outfield. Mm -hmm. Uh, Matthew Boyd was the lefty they picked up too
1: also quick random question was Steven Matz on the Cardinals last year yes he was Um, that name sounds familiar
0: sorry random question random answer I actually don't know to be sure. I just, I'm, I'm guessing that that's a very educated, that's a very 95% sure educated
2: guess. So, yeah, they got uh, Carlos Rodon and Matthew Boyd, two uh, pretty strong lefties that they added to their rotation to go along with DeStefani, Logan Webb, and Alex Wood, all three of whom had really good years last year. Or no, you know, Stephen
1: right. Matz was with the Blue Jays last year. There we go. That was a pickup by the Cardinals. I was like, I knew they picked up somebody. Sorry. Everybody still with us? <laughs> oh, I was, I was just, just enthralled with your two lefty pickup combo. I,
2: ta- I was talking to our, our listeners.
1: <laughs> <laughs> We're all over the place. So our listener,
0: okay. our listener, can single, just one. Love you, Isaiah. Because it's probably him.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, the Dodgers added, uh, just as we were just talking about, Freddie Freeman with the beautiful smile over there. They just – they even got more dangerous, if that's even possible. You're looking at the lineup with – I don't have it in front of me, but Freddie Freeman, uh, Cody Bellinger. Um, uh, I don't have him in front of me. Mookie Betts. But, uh, Bellinger needs he even- a,
2: a bounce-back year this year for him. But I like what they – how they're going about it with Freddie Freeman over at first? You're gonna Max Muncie at second. You move Trey Turner now to shortstop, his natural position, instead of Corey Seager. Um, you still got Justin Turner at third. Uh, Betts in right. You got Bellinger now in center. Chris Taylor. Chris Taylor in center. You putting Bellinger in left?
0: No, Chris Taylor in left. Just Chris Taylor is the other outfielder.
2: Yeah, I think he's your fourth outfielder, and honestly, they can use that DH role to just kind of give the people days off because you have flexibility out there. Chris yeah. Taylor, and Trey Turner, and Bellinger, yeah, Max muncie you have flexibility all over your field that you can give everybody a day off the field and just have them back. They got so much depth.
0: Yeah, I think they ran away with, with the division pretty thank you. I think if anybody gives them a run for their money, it's uh, it's San Fran. But I think uh, the Dodgers give the Dodgers run away with it pretty easily. Yeah,
1: Dodgers and then Giants and then Padres and then everybody else.
0: One big I mean, thing that we're not talking about that it kind of went under the radar: Kennedy Jensen signing with uh, who did he sign with? He's no longer Nashville. a Dodger. With Did the Nationals, no, he went, the no Braves, the Braves.
1: he went to the Braves. The Braves, he went to the Braves. Braves,
0: so they're going to be looking for a closer.
2: Mm, I'm sure they
0: got somebody to step up. I mean, they got that; so they'll be okay.
1: It's a notable um, free agent departure. Right now, they have Blake.
2: Train. Blake trying in. You still got bruised dog Gratterall too, who had a good year. He's got an arm. That's uh, you say, so. there's another good option. I think those are your biggest big your best options there in the bullpen, I think. Unless We're they convert to... uh I think they like him as a starter.
1: I was about to say, Urias has been a pretty good closer over the past he couple, has been. couple years yeah. in, in the playoffs. You know, what I mean,
2: he closed uh, out the World Series for you.
1: Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think they probably like him there better. Yeah. But you never know. I don't know. Are we going uh, to the AL, yeah. or we want to
0: save that for next next episode?
2: Well, let's go ahead and talk about it. We don't have much time before the season starts, anyway.
0: We don't. Um, Let's get up to the AL real quick here. We're still in – there we go.
1: I thought you said weast.
0: Regular season. Thank you. AL East, Tampa Bay, Boston, Yankees, Toronto, Blue Jays, and Baltimore Orioles. A fun fact, I'm not sure if either one of y'all saw it. Well, it's not a fun fact. It's just an observation. Uh, Baltimore signed um, Ruggie R- O'Dore.
1: Yes, they did. Bad. I would say good for them, but I've seen them play. So I was yeah. about to say
2: it's, there's a reason Baltimore's picking them up. Yeah. Exactly. And not, uh, and not a big name club.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. This will be another Here's
1: top the... heavy bottom far and away. You say top heavy, but <laughs> I mean there's three out of the
2: five. It's not four out of the five that are really good in this division. Are there any divisions that have four or five?
0: Uh, I think this is the only one.
1: Because you only have three in the West. Maybe you have two in the Central. And I'm going to National Leagues. And two, one or two in the National. You have three here. You have maybe fucking one or two in the Central. But they're all like so kind of B plus that you can't even say that it's all four. You know what I mean?
2: Well, I mean, if you just want to go off last year's record, this is the only division that had four teams with winning winning records. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, fair. Yeah, I think Red Sox will still be mid. Chris Hill is coming back, and that's nice. Blue Jays are switching up a lot, so I don't know how that's going to roll. The Yankees are the Yankees, so.
0: I think I like the race to win this division.
2: I think I'll pick the Rays just because they always seem to surprise everyone and always play better baseball than everybody else. And I I think a lot of that has to do with the coaching staff. Kevin Cash does a great job down there in Tampa uh, with his players and how they do their lineups. Until Uh, you get to game six of the World Series. Well, yeah, pretty much. Uh, But, I mean, shoot, 162 games last year. They had 156 different lineups. And I'm not exaggerating that number. No, I believe you. That's an actual. That's an actual. <laughs> so, I mean, it's crazy what they can what they do down there in Tampa, but it works. So I'm not going to count them out until they prove me otherwise. Uh, if I had to pick a biggest contender in that division, I'm going Toronto. I think same.
1: I think same. Going from high left field, I'm going to go with the Red Sox. Chris Sale will finally be healthy. They'll have him for the entire time. That he Trevor Story Xander Bogart's will be really nice in the middle. Devers kind of stepped up at third this year. Yeah, I have a good outfield for Dugo Kike and Jackie Bradley Jr. Like that's a good team. And then they had some pretty good pitching of rise through their ranks last year. And so I think that's you'll right. see Chris Sale being healthier. I think you'll see a lot of these young guys who are doing really well get better
2: and stay oh. there. You
1: know. Honestly, for Boston,
2: everybody makes a big deal about the uh, the Trevor story pickup for them. I think Kike Hernandez was the better pickup for them. Honestly, I,
0: I would agree. I keep forgetting about Um I think I think Toronto and, and I think Toronto and the Sox fight for that second spot or fight for that eventual wild card. Maybe even the maybe even the division. But yeah, I think that's a close race between them between those two. So yeah. yeah.
1: i neither of you guys got my from high out of left field. It's I did. Green I monster. Did. <laughs> it's I green
0: did. monster, man. It's the green monster, man. It's high
1: out of left field.
0: <laughs> I'm the central. We're a division that's going to be, I think, a I think a, another mess this year. The White Sox. Well, probably the White Sox run away with this division. I mean, why would you not? How, how could you not? The White Sox... Um, feel like they've been making some some good moves. Um, the Cleveland Guardians and now Guardians, I should say. The Guardians, right? I'm not getting yeah. that wrong. Yeah. yeah. The Detroit Tigers, Kansas City. can't. Someone said Kansas City Chiefs. The Kansas City Royals, who picked up um, Granky again. And uh, Minnesota, who now has Carlos Correa.
2: I think the Correa signing brings Minnesota up a little bit. I don't think it anywhere near to compete. Uh, Detroit's still making moves, uh, getting, um, get Javi Baez, right? Yeah. Um, and then, uh, AJ Hintz is a good coach, so I'm, I'm not going to count them out. Hell, they went from worse in the league to third place in the division last year, so, um, they're making moves. I think they're going to get around 500, but I think that's got to be the White Sox. You can't, you can't go against, um, that team they have so much young power in their lineup and they have pretty good potential in their, in their rotation, too. So, yeah, I think White Sox easily,
1: although Twins I think will be a little more interesting than we some people will give them credit for. Um, and of course, we saw Detroit stay around that 500, we saw the Royals stay around that 500, so maybe they're you know turning some some leaves over there maybe this is kind of the start of their upcoming in both of those teams um cuz then i know the royals got grinky which is like good for them uh, Merrifield, their right fielder and benettendi which is a pretty good left and right i don't know much about michael taylor salvador perez
2: like they're not kansas city's not terrible Michael Taylor's got speed, man. Uh, Whit Field is fantastic in the fact that he's a good hitter and he's got versatility in the field because he's played second base and uh, outfield. So,
1: yeah, I just I just keep an eye on Kansas.
2: And then, of course, Especially... you got the home run champion Salvador
1: Perez. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And you can't downplay grinkies like what he means to that club and how much you want you know i mean like
2: that that's a big thing you know what i mean uh they're not gonna make waves as far as playoff contention but the grinking side, signing just feels good as a, a, a if true. you're a royals fan you know
1: and sure i agree i'm not saying that they're gonna make the playoffs all of a sudden more my point is like i i would bet they are finish above 500 by at
2: least 10 games this year at least 10 games that's that's a big ask. I know. So you're it, saying 86 and 76? Yes.
1: I'm saying they get at least 10, whatever the record is, but I'm saying they get at least 10 games above 500.
2: So you're saying they might contend for a playoff spot then?
1: Maybe, but probably not. But I'm, I'm going to guess in that, because I think the Sox will be a lot more than that. Um, well, I'm talking so wild card, because remember we got contend. an extra wild
2: card this year too.
1: Yeah. I mean, I just keep an eye out. Out in the
0: West, the Houston Nationals. You're Houston Nationals, Kevin. Seattle Mariners, Oakland Athletics, Los Angeles Angels, and the Texas Rangers.
1: Greatest team on earth, baby. Yes. That's Greatest team losing, yes. Oh, I'm sorry. I couldn't hear you over your asterisk. Did you say something, Kevin? Hey, still win. Okay. Texas doesn't win the division, but I
0: no. think they I think they find a way to make to make a wild card. No, I'm just gonna make a bold statement right now.
2: No, I appreciate your uh, feedback, though. Your uh, Marcus Simeon and uh, Corey Seager signing looks great on paper. I don't think Seager's had a full healthy season yet. Uh, Simeon, it has up-and-down career. I think y'all overpaid for both those players. I think they give you an extra 10 to 15 wins this year, which means you're still under 500.
0: I appreciate your feedback, Kevin. Like I said, from, don't think from two hit- years
1: ago, we have upgraded at catcher, first, second, short, center, probably right. And I don't know much about Brad Miller yet. If I be totally honest, so from two years ago, this team is a very different team with like actual hopeful potential to do something. A problem is always pitching for whatever reason, either that or fucking Nelson Cruz dropping stupid fucking. But anyway, so he didn't even drop it. He didn't, he didn't make. He like he wasn't near yeah. enough to make the catch. But let's not get angry again. So. We have upgraded it's, it's, solid good it's over the past two years, and it's good because one of the things that we haven't had in a while is like any kind of like actual hope. So I think that will feel different in the Rangers dugout. But the problem is, is our number one pitcher is John Gray, who was like a two when he was healthy in Colorado, and Colorado's starting rotation is also butthole. So, like,
2: that's not good, you know what I mean. <laughs> Unless we're scoring like 10 a game. I was about to say, it's good if your offense is scoring five runs a game. Except when your pitching is giving up six.
1: Right. And that's where our issue in lies. Now, with a lot of these guys, we have them for multiple years. So, I guess there's the hopes that at some point we'll go and pick up a one and maybe get lighter as a two or whatever the case is. You know what I mean? Uh, But, yeah, it's going to be a minute. I mean, Not too long now. It, you know, next three to five years, I can see us actually being like deep playoff pushes. Hey, Alex, how do you how do you feel about the Martin Perez signing? It's whatever. I mean, he's going to be an inning eater like he was the first time, just with less expectation. So whatever. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because now we know what it is. So it's the same with, you know, getting Matt Bush. You know, we know what mm-hmm. is good. We know what it is. It's fun to have him here, but we know what it is. You know what I mean? So it's whatever.
0: I'm hoping that's what it is. Is he's just an inning eater and an off eater.
1: I mean, he's our four right now, behind Dane Dunning and Tyler Heron. So Heron. do you even know the name Tyler Heron? I do. You're saying it wrong, Taylor Herron. But that's kind of that's my. my I know how to pronounce it. It's more like a – the point is <laughs> – The point is, do you really know who the guy is? Right.
0: <laughs> yeah. I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha.
1: you. You only know Perez because he's played here before.
0: Kev, you, your Astros probably win, win this division, and it's because JV's coming back. Um, but who wins – who gets a wild card if you, if you think anybody does? Seattle?
2: Uh. Yeah, I mean, if anybody's going to get a wild card in this division, of Seattle. But, I mean, you say it's because of Justin Verlander coming back. No, it's because you have 90% of your team coming back. You've got Gurriel, you got Otuve, you got Bregman, you've got Brantley, you got Tucker, you've got uh, Maldonado. I mean, you still have great people in your field. And then you still have Ryan Presley as your closer. You still have uh, that vaunted rotation that did so great last year in Luis Garcia. In uh, uh, or in Christian Javier. So, I mean, you still got some great arms, young arms in that rotation, other than Justin Verlander. So, and then once McCullers comes back from his injury, he'll be in the rotation as well. So,
1: Alex?
2: Not just JV.
1: <laughs> what?
0: It's like 90% JV. He gets you 10 more wins easily.
2: Yeah, imagine if we had him last year. Yeah,
1: we'll see. The thing about the Astros is you can't you – can't, you can never count them out right now because of the experience that the squad has. But I also just always want to see what actually comes out of it. You know what I mean? Um, because we've seen your kidney can be up and down. We'll just really stay healthy. We'll answer the colors stay healthy seeing Ryan Presley have really good outings and then not great outings. I'm so glad that Jeremy Pena is the starting store stop because who the fuck is Jeremy Pena? Uh, (laughs) So, you know, we'll see how it plays out. I'm sure they'll be just fine, but we'll see. Jeremy Pena,
2: Rookie of the Year this year.
1: (laughs) Oh, man, I love doing this. I don't know if I've ever met Jeremy Payton is a
2: placeholder for Pedro Leon. Who the fuck is Pedro Leon? <laughs> the number one international draft signee last year. Cool story. And a guy that can play shortstop and center field has great power and is in A in the minors.
1: Well, hey, as soon as he gets to the majors and actually does
2: that too, I'll make sure to
1: remember his name.
2: Like I said... Peña is just a placeholder for
1: him. <laughs> Very excited for you, Kev. Before we move on, let's talk about our friends
0: at Baseballism. We're <laughs> all baseball, baseball people. If you're a baseball fan, you should be baseballism. It's, it's that simple. As America's brand the official offer's yeah. code brand for baseball. Visit them at Baseballism.com. While you're there for a first-time shop, we use our code AA Sports, initials is A-A-S-P-O-R-T-A-S-T-S for a 15 one five percent discount off your first order. <laughs> oh man, I love doing this show. Anyways, go visit them. Uh, 15% off your first orders. Uh, it's free shipping on loads of $100 or more for domestic shoppers only. Sorry, international shoppers. Uh, they just dropped a new, um, uh, or they're dropping a new King Griffey, uh, King Griffey Jr. series again uh, this Saturday. As of, uh, we're recording this on 24, so it'll be out this Saturday. Um, and they also have the Major League collection that they, or uh, Major League Baseball, I should say. They have Major League the Movie collection as well, but Major League Baseball, they wrote out the additional teams as well for those. Uh, there's some shirts and hoodies and I think some purses for the ladies out there. So go check those out and please keep supporting your local and small businesses. All righty. What should we wrap this up with? Um,
2: I don't know. It's not like there's a tournament going on or anything.
0: There's not, you know, there's not, a, there's not a big tournament going on right now, Kevin. So we should probably talk about something else. Alex, I wanted to ask you. You, you sent a, um, a picture. Somebody quoted with the combine. By the way, the combines already happened. Uh, uh, the NFL combine that was. I got to watch a little bit of it, mostly because we had three guys from UTSA uh, representing. You, what, what was the quote, man? You said. The combine, or they said, the combine is not a great test to sh- to in order to showcase athletes' abilities, right?
1: Uh, yeah. Generally, that's that's what the idea was. how useful or- is the combine?
0: Yeah. Did you agree or disagree with that statement?
1: Uh, I mean, I I kind of disagree. I think generally if you're not already known, it's not really going to help you. You know what I mean? It's not like, oh, I played for nobody and then was at the combine and was so good that I just made up for two years of tape that they have on somebody else
2: or – you know what I mean?
1: See, that's where
2: I disagree with you, actually. I think it does more for the unknown players than it does for the known because those known players, everybody already scouted them. They already – have all the tape on them that they need and game experience with them. But it's the unknown players that if they really shine in one aspect or another in that combine, that they can maybe highlight somebody, uh, uh, just have a team focus on that and be like, hey, that was impressive. Maybe like a a super fast 40 time or however many reps you get on the, on the, the weightlifting. And if it's an unknown player and they just wow in that one category, Maybe they get a late round uh, they can fill in a late round draft pick where normally they'd be an un, uh, undrafted free agent, you know?
0: Or even then maybe they hadn't even watched seen their tape yet and they even heard their name. They go, Oh, who's this guy? We, maybe we should watch his tape. Um the exact quote was by or sell – or not the exact quote, the the it was by sell, and the exact quote is the combine is a terrible test on how good a football player actually is. And I and I um I sold that statement just from what I t- what I said in the text. But see,
1: and here's the- my other thing too. See, just yeah, because you can bench press well. two twenty, like 25, 30 pounds, that doesn't make you a good football player. Just because you have a fast forty doesn't make you a good football player. What is it, Darius Hayward Bay ran like a four two as a wide receiver, and I think he caught maybe like four balls in the NFL in total. But then well, you played the fastest, fastest time.
2: Um, who has the four, fastest four? Uh, the fastest forty at the combine again? I don't know, and it doesn't really matter. That's the point. That's the point. And he's had the fastest forty for like
1: almost two decades now. I think that's my point. Like, it it doesn't like these individual tests don't make it the good football player. Fucking Larry Fitzgerald is like almost as slow as I am, and he's going to be in the Hall of Fame. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, Tom Brady is the greatest quarterback ever, and I can tell you that he didn't wow in the combine because he got drafted in the sixth round. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's not. It's just because you can do. A practice really well doesn't inherently correlate to you being a good player. What makes the ability to see if you're a good player is game tape. How did you perform? What did what you know what how did you correlate these things that you can do in a simulated environment in actual play? You know what I mean? Because guys who can run a four-two don't run a four-two on the field. They don't. Why? Because they have pads people running after him. you know what I mean? Like, they don't. That, that's not how that works. They have more muscle than they did when they're playing than at the combine, you know what I mean? So, generally, like, no. It, it, now, does it help you maybe get a lot of right late draft round pick? Because are like, oh, well, he did – he was really strong. But yeah, but that doesn't make you – because the quote is not talking about will you get drafted or not. The quote is talking about, like,
2: tell if you're a good football player. And to that, that you the from, answer isn't. No. Takes you from a practice squad to a special teamer,
1: right? Like it, 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 it doesn't necessarily mean it's, it's not a good way to indicate if you're a good football player, but it is a way for somebody to maybe notice you. But again,
2: it doesn't get you a good test of The Niner talent is game tape.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's it's yeah. game tape. It's watching what how you play the game.
2: You and know, honestly, that's level. even on. Un- that's not even a good, uh, sure. It's a better measure of how good they're going to be, but it's not great still. Because honestly, agree. the biggest measure is how well they can adapt to new, tougher competition.
1: Yeah, I would agree. Some dudes never catch up, they always say, like, oh, we'll wait a year because you know, you got to catch up to the speed of the next level or whatever the case of, you know, what I mean, I'm like, yeah, yeah. So,
0: no, speaking of actually, fa- it's not a good test speaking of fast 40s i don't know if i mean i'm sure y'all heard the news today by the way there's some background noise or something going on i don't know what's.
2: i was hearing it too i think it's you alex i don't know what it was it sounded like a fan on your speaker Something, yeah.
0: something's going on it's it's and not I'm... there anymore now but yeah and i was hearing an echo earlier on yours kev but i mean i'm not that worried about it anyways um, speaking of fast 40s, Tyreek Hill probably ran a four three or four four in his time. Um, traded to the Dolphins today, and I was watching your boy heard today talk about it and uh, how people might overreact to it. Go, him going to the Dolphins and why would the Kansas City Chiefs trade away the fastest, you know, the fastest man in the NFL right now? He explained it as Tyreek Hill is a uh, a tool, and unless you do, unless you know how to use that tool. It essentially doesn't really matter.
1: It was like a sports car without a driver.
0: Exactly. Wide receivers, wide wide receivers, fastest wide receiver, fast ride receivers, I should say, or his quote, "fast wide receivers have never won a Super Bowl." It doesn't happen if you don't know how to use the tool. It does not really matter. Thoughts? I kind I think of agree. It was a with smart it.
1: move. It's they're really expensive, and the Dolphins aren't going to do anything with them. So you put him in a place where he's going to be irrelevant and you don't have to pay his big-ass contract. I'm like, that's like not- a perfect fucking meta-brain Andy Reid
2: move. I'm interested to see how Kansas City does without him, though.
0: That was my question was like, okay, you traded away you got one of your best receivers.
2: Because now What's you got Michael Hartman and Travis Kelsey. And nobody else, pretty much.
1: Well, and there are a few free agents, and there are some pretty good young guys in the draft. It won't be the same. But, again, that's a really big contract to have to try to pay out. Honestly, I think that's what they're going to do with that first-round
2: pick that they got is get a wide receiver.
1: I think so, too. I think so, too. If not two. You know what I mean? There are some good ones in the draft. So, again, I think this was a future move, not a now move. You know what I mean? And I think they did just – fine because they also don't have a ton of draft picks because they're usually super successful, so all their draft picks are are super late anyway. You know what I mean?
2: Well, they just added three more now. So Exactly. This season.
1: I think that they are going to be just fine. I think they are going to be – I think they are going to finish off better in both the intermediate and the long term in this trade, better than the Dolphins. Oh, yeah, I agree with that. That right. is a just, lot of
2: future to give away for one player now,
1: yeah. And again, they don't have the driver, Tua is not going to do anything with him. <laughs> I mean, like, what you know, what I mean, he
0: could, yeah, that uh, was that was her that was her's point, was yeah. what great tool. Gonna do? But if you don't know how to use him, he's useless,
2: right? Because every time um, I, I, you, you they talk about this, I always think back to the uh the trade between it was the St. Louis Rams at the time and uh the Washington Redskins and it was Washington moving up to the number 2 pick to pick up Robert Griffin III and the Rams got like three first out of it and like a couple other players and it was like a couple years later you had the uh, them playing each other and Jeff Fisher the coach of the Rams at the time had all five of those players that you drafted with those picks that was given from Washington and uh, come out to the middle of the field as captains. Yep.
1: And RG3 played, like, all of six games.
2: Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, it's just funny to look back on. But, I mean, just one player for multiple draft picks like that, it doesn't feel like it ever ends well for the team that picks up the one star. Never.
1: Well, okay, I say that, but – well, but that's not even true because they didn't really give up all that much. I was like the Rams and the Lions getting Stafford, who is a star, but they didn't give up as much. And then they went to the Super Bowl immediately, you know what I mean?
2: Uh,
1: and won it immediately. <laughs> right. But I yeah. think that's more of a right place, right time situation. You know? also
2: too early to tell how that plays out because you got to sure. see how uh, – who they pick up with those draft picks, you know? Yeah.
1: I don't really trust Man Campbell and the Ford family to. Uh... <laughs> no. The reason the uh, the Rams
2: one was so funny back then is one of those picks was Todd Gurley, who ended up being one of the best backs in the league at the time. Yeah, true.
1: For like two, three years. Matty Ice is a cult now. Matty Ice is a cult, that's right Matty Ice is a cult, I'm super happy for him Because at least he goes to a team that's Like ready to compete
2: Jonathan How about Indianapolis going with these one year projects Huh How about Indianapolis going with these one year projects Was it the last Like four years It was Jacoby Then it was Phillip Rivers Then it was uh, Carson Ruins And now it's Matt Ryan yeah. Four years, four different starters.
1: I mean, they're getting guys, the fill in. They're you know Carson. I mean, what is what do Carson Wentz, Matt Ryan, and Philip Rivers all have in common besides being large white men?
0: They're they're later later in their career.
1: They're quote unquote more experienced vets. I mean, they're I would looking not have for said the that two, about it okay? He was there for like five six years. Wentz. Yeah, he's been in the league for like five or six years. He finishes yeah, he here hasn't like been a, in that long.
2: A not as long as not nearly as long as Rivers and Dryan. I would you could potentially say uh, Wentz still has another decade in the league.
0: Uh
1: if he plays well,
2: he has a decade in the league.
1: And if so he yeah, he's healthy. been in for five years. He was a winning quarterback who had some injury prone problems. He had like a 97 passer rating and then like a two-to-one, three-to-one touchdown ratio this year. I don't yeah. give him another
0: decade in the league, not with his not with his injuries. and. No, probably not. Not with how he plays football.
2: Oh, I he agree. Just,
1: he just doesn't finish games. That's his problem.
2: You My thing is if win he win. was healthy, I think he could go another decade. Matt Ryan? Matt Ryan? No, he's at the tail end of his career. He's almost 40. Uh, Phillip Rivers? Same thing. He's going to be fine. So I – Saying that they were all at the same point in their career, I actually disagree. With no, you. I'm not saying that. No.
1: no, I'm not saying that they're same point in their career. What I'm saying is that they have these kind of experience. It's no new quarterbacks. They're not going with a new quarterback. They're looking yeah. for a guy who's been there for a couple of years or longer, who knows what they're doing, who's supposed to be like a leader, a veteran presence in the clubhouse. You know I mean, because a lot of their guys are super young. A lot of their guys, except for their offensive line, are super young. You know I mean, Jonathan experience. Taylor was like maybe his second year or so, maybe. Uh, they're,
2: they're going with experienced guys. Yeah. I'm kind of disappointed in what the Falcons got back for them. Didn't they only get like a second and a fourth? Second and a third,
1: but we didn't have to pay his fucking money.
2: Yeah, that's a big thing, I guess. Yeah.
1: Because he's kind of expensive, low key.
2: <laughs>
1: <So>. <laughs> Honestly,
2: I think it's more of a stopgap so they can draft his, Yeah, I, I guess, replacement. <laughs> Hope they get them uh, Williams, next year. Next liberty. Because he's not gonna, they're not gonna get anything for him this year. No, I um, think
1: we're gonna go receivers and backs in this draft. We'll oh, the
2: Falcons. Yeah, yeah, yes, yeah.
1: So, yeah. We, not we, they, whatever.
2: So, who's gonna start for y'all this year?
1: I don't fucking know. France? Maybe. It doesn't. It, does, it really doesn't matter. We are in like so. We're so balls deep in a rebuild that like it doesn't. Or do y'all
2: have Josh Rosen now? Y'all I still have Josh not. Rosen? No. Hold on. It's not Don't going
1: to be good about
2: the
0: answers. I'll tell you that. What was that? I, I totally forgot about Josh Rosen.
1: I, re- I think he did too. <laughs> uh, I know we signed Marcus Moriota, so I think that's probably the idea. That's right.
2: Yeah, I forgot about that sign. Um,
1: and then Felipe Franks, who's interesting to pick Frank. up of Florida. Uh, but
2: Frank I Stephens. like Mariota
1: just fine. I mean, he's not a good quarterback, but. He's Whatever. got some
2: magic in those legs, though. So. Yeah. He showed he his Medudor, a couple times.
1: Which is our thing, because we have a terrible O-line. Terrible. And Maddie Ice is a statue back there, so <laughs> maybe he'll do a little bit better with not actual lead feet.
2: Nah, just aluminum. <laughs> no,
1: you've seen him? He fucking walks slow. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm saying Mariota's aluminum now.
1: Oh, uh, uh, Maybe. Well, with all the surgeries, probably. <laughs> whatever space titanium they're putting
0: in them these days. All righty. It's not going to matter for our listeners, but just some notable, uh, notable scores and uh, who's moving on. Villanova defeated Michigan tonight and Gonzaga goes down. Arkansas defeats Gonzaga. 74-68 right now. it's They're probably both at the half. Texas Tech up on Duke, 33-26. And Houston up big on, um, not up big, sorry, 29-20 on Arizona. By the way, those games that
2: that game took place in, in you need in a January. refresh your screen, buddy. Okay, so Texas Tech is winning 33 to 29 on Duke. And uh, wait, what did
1: you say, Texas Tech? I have 46 to 40 Tech over Duke right now.
2: I have 46.
1: 40, half? Like,
0: yeah, I just, yeah, I just refreshed 46 40. They just started the half or they just started the yeah, second okay. half, 34 28. Houston over Arizona at halftime right now.
2: Yeah,
0: yeah. There you go. Anyways, we need to go so we can watch those games, or I can watch those games. But um, I forgot to do favorite things. We forgot to do favorite things like the past couple of weeks. But I got a few. Uh, I mentioned it somewhere in the, somewhere in this episode. Coach Pop reaching uh, thirteen hundred and thirty six wins as the all time leader. And then UTSA had three guys represented at the combine, so that was that was pretty cool. Regardless if the combine matters or not, that's just more represent more representation for UTSA.
2: Kev, okay, you got one. Eat them up! Eat them up! Raw, raw, raw! Go Houston Cougars, man! Go Cougars! Um, Also, we can watch baseball for the first time in a while. Yes, we can.
0: Thank the good, thank God, thank the baseball gods, man! They figured that out. Yeah. Now they got to pay them, but yeah, they figured it out.
1: (laughs) Alex, Uh, Texas State. Getting national recognition for baseball again, ranked as high as nine in some polls, but mostly hovering in that 15 to 20 range, uh, which is awesome because that's kind of been our sport. I mean, that's the one thing we are good at besides drinking heavily. Um, and then uh, on a more personal note, softball's back, I'm back playing softball. Uh, and I'm doing really well. The two or three times I hit the gym last month seemed to really be paying off. Um so I'm actually, you know, got a pretty good groove so far. I'm really excited to to back. I hate fucking hate playing right field, but I don't know anybody, and they don't know me. So I'm like, cool. I'll just fucking stand out here and fart by myself, whatever. Like, but then when I get up to the plate, they're like, oh yeah, fuck, okay, he's cool, nice. I'm like, yeah, you assholes. So good
0: for you, I'm man. I'm
1: glad I'm glad softball's back for you. Yeah, need that. so I go fucking crazy too competitive at work and nobody likes that like i make the best people
2: <laughs> are you waving hands for kev it's like dude where am i where, what happened i want to be in the league again <laughs>
1: oh, oh i'm dude. playing in an actual competitive league not the fucking <laughs>
2: league
1: city thing that we got going on
2: wow, like I, i'm saying i can't bro. compete I, I, I get it whatever oh,
1: wow man yeah i'm telling you these that's... dudes have like four or five different pitches these guys are all like i played in college or whatever like yeah, i'm telling you no, no, like
2: stop talking people. to me i don't want to talk to you no more
1: this is like <laughs> real competitive and even then this is low level com- competition too There's some of the dudes i'm playing with play on like d's and e teams or like uh, senior teams or whatever so but i can keep up with them which is nice again hitting the gym has really been helping me I've, I've hit the fence a couple times now i don't want to hit home runs because we only get one a game and I'm usually, like, leading off an inning. so You You only get one home run? What? Explain that to me. Explain that. Just because, you know, it's all men. So they're assuming that most guys have the ability to hit a ball 275 feet, which is the case. So in order to limit the amount of home runs, the amount of, like, fucking softballs you have to buy, somebody just standing in the outfield waiting for them – or just really long innings of just home run after home run after home run after home run after home run after, home run after, home run after the triple after home run. They give you one uh, one a game. Anything after that automatically ends the inning. See? Wow. That's dumb. Okay. It's not. Got... It's really nice because that way the score is not like 50 to 70 and we play for an hour, not six, because nobody gets out. You know what I mean? Yeah. There's a reason they do it. It's smart. Just, just trust. Okay. Maybe one of these um, days, when you actually uh, sign up to play, you'll you'll learn. Maybe one of these days. Five, six years now. I've been asking you for six years. Yes, you have. Hey, I'm. Hey, I,
0: I'm. I'm not saying anything. I'm. Hey, I get it. Yeah, I'm, uh-huh, we'll talk about it anyway. Whatever. All right. Continue to be good to yourself. Be good to yourself out there. Don't drink and drive. Don't sex and drive. With that. Latest. Peace.
2: See you.